You're listening to Guts and Grind with Siju and Sajin, making the real estate journey accessible to anyone. Hey, everybody. Thanks for clicking in. Thanks for joining us uh, today. I'm joined with Siju as usual. My name is Sajin Abraham. Thanks for joining us. Um, today, we're going to be talking about, well, let's just talk about this. Real estate, it's a team sport, right? And every team has their MVP. So today, we're going to be talking about what an MVP is and who ours are. Uh, but before we dive in, Siju, how's life, man? How's everything going? Good, Saj. Good. It's uh, always good seeing you. Um, it's good, man. I can't complain. We're, uh, we're rolling through the year. It's already the first quarter is already done of the year. That's crazy. It is, know? man. It's, it's kind of unbelievable when you look at like how quick the years are going by and stuff like that. Last year was a snail space. It felt really slow because of the pandemic and we're still kind of in it, but it's kind of surprising. Like it's April, man. Like it's, it's pretty wild. And you got your shot, right? I got my first one. I got my yeah. first one. I don't know when the second one is, so we'll see. We'll see what happens. Second one's a doozy, man. Second one's yeah. a doozy. Yeah. The first one, first one wasn't bad for me. The second one, it took me down for about a day. Oh no. Oh man. Yeah. Well, all right. Well, I guess I got to look out for that, man. That's a <laughs> bummer. That's a bummer. Thanks a lot. Siju. Any, uh, any deals or anything like anything exciting real estate wise going on, or are you just kind of riding the wave? Uh, riding the wave. I'm looking at, um, uh, stuff always. Um, there's a couple yeah. things that I've, um, you know, tried to put contracts on, but again, man, people are put, I mean, people are buying stuff like crazy. I mean, the, yeah. the market's still hot. It's, um, it's obviously a seller's market. Things that are being listed now are are either going at asking or way above asking. And, and I know things that I don't want to spend money on. You know, it's not, yeah. I just don't think it, the numbers obviously don't run right for me. So, right. Yeah. It's unbelievable. I, I'm in the same boat. Like I'm always looking and I'm always looking to get a deal, but there are no deals. Like it's hard to find a good deal. I mean, you can make deals and you can like reach out by other ways, yeah. but just, the traditional ways that I go about doing it, it is hard to find a deal. And think if there is a deal that you find, they get picked up super fast. Again, um, it's, it's positive though, for everything we're doing and we're talking about with real estate, that just shows that there's a demand for it. There's a need yeah. for it. And I was reading an article and I think it said that, you know, there's a housing shortage in, in, in the U S meaning there's oh. not enough houses going um, available for people to even live in. That to me, I think was kind of positive because if you think about it, you know, it's, you know, if you're investing in real estate, there's always going to be a need for somebody to live in it, somebody to rent it out. So it's, it's, it's good stuff. Yeah, no, you're, you're totally right. It's true. It's good. But when you have a goal that you want to pick up more properties, it's like, come on, man, like, let yeah. me catch a deal. I want to get another property. But you know, it is what it is. What are you going to do? Yeah, uh, it'll come. It just gets, you just got to just, you got to be diligent about it and just keep, keep, keep at it. That's true. That's true. I mean, that's the name of the game. So all right, well, let's dive in, man. So I guess talking about MVPs, like what's your definition of an MVP as it relates to real estate? Well, I mean, for me, obviously, I think you, you kind of hit it in the beginning. MVP of, of any sport is, you know, is, is the team itself. And I always think of it as, as an MVT or a most valuable team versus a most valuable player, right? And um, it's like anything in life. I think as a family, you know, as a person, you need support around you from your family, from your friends. And the same thing applies, I think, for, for the real estate perspective of it, because you can't do everything and anything, right? Like when it comes to real right. estate, it's you, you, you need the, you know, the agents, you need the, the people that are um, there that's going to be lending you the money. 
uh, even uh, just think about even advice, right? I mean, if, if you need help and, and to pick up the phone and talk to a friend or somebody that, that has done it before, um, you're learning on, on these people's experiences that are around you. So I, I, in my eyes, I think, you know, there's the, the there is the most valuable player in, in, in everybody's team, but mostly the biggest importance for me is, is making sure you have a team because you can't do it by yourself. That's true. That's true. I mean, it's a good, it's a good point. You know, like we talk about like individuals and I think society kind of lends us to say, all right, there's one person that does everything. And that's really not true. Like you're, you're totally right. It is a team effort. Um, so yeah, no, that, that makes sense. Yeah. I mean, there's, and, there, and again, there's a lot of players in the game, right? I mean, you, you, you're, it's not just going to be you, um, you have the vision, but there, there's going to be every aspect of it, the lenders that we, and we always talk about the lenders, the mortgagers, the, the sales reps, um, everything that when it comes to real estate, I mean, even the contractors that fix the house, they're all part of the team, you know? That's, that's um, true. And so the most important thing to realize is you don't have to do it alone either. So there's yeah. no, there's no, there's no aspect of that, that you have to kind of bear on your shoulders and be like, Oh, I have to do all this on my own. It, that's yeah. not the case either. So it's, it's, it's a nice, you know, we always say it's a forgiving business, but it's also something that we lean on our friends and the people around us. Just make sure you have a good network and a solid foundation to lean on. That's a really good, I think that's probably the biggest takeaway from anything that we would say in this episode. It's, um, it is a team effort. Yeah. And like, I think it is daunting when you feel like I have to do this, I have to do that. And I, and of course, like you said earlier, like you're the visionary, like you have the idea and like you have to get the ball rolling. But there's a lot of things you can lean on other people like different players play a different role. And it's and it's, a, it's a big deal. But like I lean heavily on my realtor, like as far as finding the properties advice, like he's, he's very um, well versed in the areas that I want to be in. And so like I, I might look at a property. And I'm like, OK, this is good. But there might be questions and I've been doing it for quite some time. So I, ha I feel like I have a general idea of like, what is a good deal? What's a bad deal? And so whenever I find a good deal, I'll bring it to him and say, what do you think? Like, am I missing something? And it's just comforting to know that he's like, oh yeah, that is a good deal. And it's like, oh yeah, like so an expert told me that it's a good deal. Or he'll say it's a bad deal because of A, B, and C. And I'm like, I didn't even realize that. I didn't think about uh, those A, B, and C factors that he said that he pointed out. And it's because of his experience that I'll, I'm able to have like, the confidence to move forward. Right. So for me, the realtor would be like my top dog and not even just like acquiring properties, but also finding tenants and uh, like screening them and doing all that stuff, dealing with the contracts, negotiating back and forth with the other realtors. Like it's, he's invaluable. Like he's really great. So realtor would be like number one for me. Just, just, uh, just to add on to that. I agree that that realtor is probably your entry to the, the, the game, right. Of, of real estate. They're obviously helping you acquire it. You know, I'm a real estate agent myself. I, you know, I, I don't claim myself to be anybody's real estate agent, but I am myself a real estate agent. And I, I close a lot of the deals myself because, you know, I find value in that. But what a real estate agent does as a career, it's, it's invaluable. Like, I mean, the agents are, it's a profession, you know, and a lot of people say, oh, I'm a real estate agent. I'm a real estate agent. Yeah, you're a real estate agent, but I mean, if it's not your bread and butter and if it's not something you live and breathe, you can tell the difference, right? Like yeah. the people that that know the areas, that know um, the markets that are hot, you know, where to be and uh, leaning on those professionals, which they are. I mean, it, it takes a lot of work to sell a house, to, you know, to yeah. buy a house and, and those guys know. And, and, what, and what you're hitting on is exactly right because, 
you know, they, they bring that expertise of, you know, whether it's the areas, pricing, um, you know, what kind of tenants you can get in those areas. They know that that aspect of it and, and it should be heavily relied on any, any old real estate agent like myself. <laughs> <laughs> well, so like that, that's a good point. So you're an investor, right? And yeah. so you being a realtor, you reap the benefit of being a realtor for yourself and doing those things. But it's kind of nice that you kind of honestly said, like, I'm no one's realtor, but I do it for myself. Yeah. Um, so you reap those benefits and you're gaining a lot of knowledge from that, too. So that's awesome, you know. But yeah. kind of like you said, like when other realtors are like when that's their bread and butter, they have their finger on the pulse. Like they, you know, they're building connections with other realtors that know like, oh, hey, this deal is about to pop up. Whereas you know, if this is like a side gig for somebody, they might not have that. But, you know, like with you, you're an investor. So you're, you're heavily, you know, motivated to get those connections and learn those things about what's going on with the market and things of that nature. So um, so I guess a, a, a note, like if you're looking for a realtor, I would look for someone that's that's been in the game for a while, whether they're an investor or whether they've been like a realtor for a very long time. Like it's valuable. I mean, like having that knowledge and having that experience and just having a little bit of time under your belt saying like, Oh, I've seen the market go up and down. I've seen investors do this and that. Like, it's a, it's a huge, a huge help. I, I mean, I can't even like, like my realtor is my MVP. Yeah. Um, but a close second I would say is my lender. Like you can't do anything without money. Right. And so, and you know, typically I bring 20% down when I get these investment properties, but I need 80% from somebody, you know, <laughs> and you need someone that could close quickly, someone that could like um, make sure that you're funded, get you good interest rates and stuff like that. So for me, um, I, I work, I've been working with one lender uh, for a while now, um, but I'm not opposed to like shopping around and doing that stuff. But like just having a good relationship with your lender is, is a pretty big deal. And like for them to be able to close quickly and on time um, and get all the paperwork done and be diligent about what they do. It's huge because like I've had, I've had friends and family that have had bad experiences with lenders and it's like, it's a make or break, right? You mean the realtor will find you the property, but if you can't fund it, you're done. You lose the deal. And especially we talked about earlier today, the, the market's hot. And so like, if you can't close on time or if you can't, if, if, some, if there's any hiccup, the next buyer is right on your tail. Like they're ready to pick it up right when you drop the ball. So you I need something that's on it. You know what I mean? Yeah, you, I think you hit a, a good point on the uh, the lender piece of it. They're super important. I'll, I'll tell you a story about my primary house. I we had um, I had two lenders I was shopping through, right? I have the primary guy and the secondary guy. So my primary guy that was um, gonna close for me, like literally a week before we were gonna close, he mentioned that oh, like one like one of our credit reports wasn't still effective. You know, you needed to pull up. You got to pull a credit report of yourself, like for every um, 30, uh, 90 days, I believe, you know, and after 90 days, you got to get it redone again. And so like the paperwork wasn't going to be filed in time for my closing, but my secondary backup lender had all my paperwork lined up as well. And so he says, we're not going to be able to close. And we were actually living in a hotel at the time. So <laughs> we were, so, so the, I was like, I was like, are you kidding me? You're calling me a week before. And like, you're telling me yeah. this, I mean, like he, it was something he obviously dropped the ball on, but Luckily, I was shopping around lenders and I had a backup lender and he had all the paperwork lined up as well. And, you know, he was able to pull through with my my loan. But again, going back to what you said, like there, there's so much time sensitive things that they do as well as to make the deal happen. Um, that if, if, if you don't have a good lender and one that's willing to, you know, 
be there at a, at a snap of a finger and, and ready to knock stuff out. Whether if they need something, you got to be responsive. They'll yeah. get, they've got to be responsive and, and the whole thing's just, just works, you know, but, um, and then when you, when you do more deals, you, you build, you know, I guess a reputation with them, right. And a rapport with them that they, they know how you work, you know, how they work. For sure. For sure. And it's like, that's, that's horrible. Like, yeah. like what story you shared, like, I, and, but it's a common story, right. Is you uh, kind of wonder like, why did you tell me last minute? Like, you're telling me the week of that you need X, Y, Z paperwork. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you know, like, and that's what it means. Like having a well-versed anybody, right. A well-versed realtor, well-versed lender, like they could anticipate, Hey, this is coming up. And I noticed that like your 90 days is almost up. We're going to have to run another report. Like go ahead and run the report. You know, I want to close. You yeah. know what I mean? So it's a, uh, th- those kind of things are important. Unfortunately, you don't know until you're in it. Right. I mean, you could get advice from other people and like have recommendations of other people, but you know, if, you, if you're going in cold, like you don't know how a good of a lender someone is until you use them. Right. And so kind of a hit or miss thing if you're just doing one deal, but like, you know, like Sijo and myself, like we're, we're trying to do multiple deals. So we have the opportunity to really like vet out people. And so lender is a big deal. Lender is a big deal. Yep. Um, my, uh, Third place, I guess, as far as MVP, if we're calling it for putting an order, once you're in the property and once you have like the house under your name, I would, I would argue that a handyman or contractor is like the next up. Like, yeah, I, I mean, I, I rely heavily on contractors and handymen um, just cause like, I don't do any of that stuff anymore. I used to try to like fix things myself and all that stuff. But once you start scaling, you start realizing you're the bottleneck, like, Oh, I got to fix toilet, but I, ha- I have a full-time job. I can't just go any day. I have to, you know, hire someone out. And so when you could rely on people, we could rely on the individuals that, that are skilled labor that could do these things. Like it's, it's invaluable and like trust that they're not gouging you on pricing and trust that they're on time and they're professional because they're a representation of you, you know, like your tenants are your clients, let's say it. And if, if they're sloppy, if they're rude, if they're not like professional, then they view you as an unprofessional landlord. And so like, it's, it's very important. And on the contractor side, like when you're fixing up a house to get ready for rent or something like that, you want someone that's not going to like drag it along. Like the, the last house I got was a fixer upper and the contractor that, I, that was recommended to me by my realtor, um, like amazing. Like it was unbelievable. He turned the whole house around in four weeks. And I was like, man, I couldn't do a bathroom in four weeks, you know? And so, but he had the right team, he had the right people, he had the right scheduling to get everything done and everything got knocked out. And, you know, the quicker you could turn a house around, the quicker you get a tenant in there, the quicker you get money in your pocket, right? And so time matters. And so if you have a contractor that's professional and able to knock the stuff out, like that's so valuable to you. So like, yeah, so for me, for me, it's realtor, lender, handyman. I mean, I, I want to say in that order, but I think each person plays a different part. And so when it comes to certain things, those people really matter. Um, I didn't know you were giving out trophies today. I mean, I would have I brought my A game, but you know. <laughs> you know, you get a, participa- a participation trophy since you, <laughs> I like you, but you're not that valuable. Yeah, you, know? you get the blue ribbon. <laughs> <laughs> but let, let me ping it to you. I, I know you said it's a team thing, right? But um, any thoughts on that? Like, do you have an MVP in mind that, that you know, super valuable to you? I if you were to rank them, I would rank them how you rank them. I think you, you're completely right because your entry to the game is real estate is an agent, right? And then your lender, you obviously need the money to buy it. 
just to keep it super high level. And then of course, any repairs, those, those are your three core, um, sure. you know, but going back to what I was saying in the beginning, obviously, you know, it, it's a team effort in the sense that there's, there's so many other players, but I, I think the main thing you kind of touched on it a little bit is, you know, as you get into this real estate thing, the one thing that I had to figure out was, you know, what are you good at? What is your strengths and your weaknesses? Because ultimately you're driving your own business, right? This is consider this your business. You're the visionary, like you said, and, and you have the goals that, that you know where you want to be, whether it's five years, 10 years, 20 years, you know what your goals are. And so you're basically the coach of this, you know, this team, and you're basically stringing along all the players that you need to get you to that goal. And right. so, um, you know, I think I mentioned this to you. I was reading a book, actually. Um, uh, it's called Shoe Dog. So it's actually the Phil Knight story, the guy that actually started uh, Nike, the freaking shoe empire, you know? And uh, it, it's so awesome to see, like, when we talk about the team, if you, re if you see the beginning part of that book, he basically started the company with a sales guy, like a lawyer and like an accountant. And yeah. those, th those three core guys, which is what you need like to run a business, but he never, you know, he never like, you know, stepped in on any of their boundaries. He knew that there were strong people that he picked. He let them do their thing and freaking run the, you know, run what they have to do. And that's how they just scaled from there. And, and, and literally like, if you don't have that team, I mean, you, you, you wouldn't have, he would definitely wouldn't have gotten where he got. And the same thing applies here. And I think, you know, we have to figure out our strengths and weaknesses and what we can bring uh, to the team as well, because there's things that you're going to like to be doing that, that, sure. that you can bring to the team. And then the things that you're not good at, you outsource out because whether it's, you know, time limits you, right. I mean, whether it, it takes me, you know, an hour to get to the house and fix a toilet when I can call somebody else to do that, that's, an hour out of your day that you got to do that with. Right. Right. So finding those little limitations, whether it's time weaknesses, whatever, fill them with the, the experts and let them knock it out. I think that's the most important thing that we just got to pull away from the whole team thing. But yeah. I, agree with, I agree with your order of, of uh, your MVP list there. <laughs> cool. Cool. That, that, that's a really good point of, of hiring correctly, right. Getting the right people on the team and just getting out of their way. Because yeah. they're pros, like like my realtor is a pro. Like I shouldn't second. There, there's an element of trust that you have to give these people to be able to just do their job. It's a yeah. No, that that's a really good point. That's a really good point. Um, my boss, my boss used to tell me he was he was man. If you got ponies, you got to let them run. You know, like <laughs> you can't hold them back, right? Like you have, you have a a team there. Let them do what they have to do. I mean, you can be you you can be their biggest inhibitor, right? Or stop them from doing what they have to do. No, that, that's definitely. And, and I think it's, it's when you're starting off, it's kind of hard because like, I don't know about you, but for me, there's like a dollar associated to everything, every task that I'm giving out. Right. And so early on, you start thinking, no, I need to save every single penny. Like, don't spend it on this. Let me go fix this. Let me go mow that. Let me go blah, blah, blah. Right. Yeah. And then you, as you, as you keep going, you start realizing like, let go of that because you're stepping over dollars to collect pennies, you know? Yeah. And yeah. so like spend the money on the right people to do the right job and just yeah. trust doing it, you know? And I think that's okay initially because I think there's a learning curve, right? Like you learn on, like you learn, at least you learn the nitty gritty, right? Like what it takes for them to do that, right? Like what is it, what are you paying them to do, right? You may do some of the stuff hands-on. I think you did that a lot uh, early on. And I did a few, I did a little bit of that. I, I, there's been houses that I spent weekends cleaning, you know, yeah. <laughs> flying, you know, pesticide and everything else to the house on the weekends. I mean, we've all been there. It's just, 
once you get through that and then you've advanced it and you talk about scalability, you take, you know, you get a couple houses under you, then, then you want to hire it out. Cause it doesn't make sense that, you know, you want to use your time wisely. No, that makes sense, man. That's, that's good points. Before we wrap things up, I, this is a really great episode, man. Uh, but before we wrap things up, any final thoughts, any, anything you want to share? No, I mean, you know, everything's about, I think the most important thing is just learning about yourself, right? I mean, obviously, if you're listening and, and, and you want to do this, there's something in you that, that makes you want to do this, right? So once you get into it, you buy your first house, you're going to find out things that, that you're good at. And it's just honing in on those. And then the things that you can't just make sure you let somebody else control it, right? And then if, even if you want to learn it, it's, it's always a good thing to just, you know, find out what it's all about. But um, you know, just, you will never know. And we always say this over and over on, on every episode is, is you got to do it, right? Like jump in. And if you're really interested in it, you know, go to it. That's right. That's right. That's the, the, the that's a good takeaway. Just dive in, just, yeah. just get game and start playing. And then like, keep, keep listening to these podcasts, keep reading books and learning what's a better way of doing it. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I, I think that's how we, we grow. And I'm not trying to say that we're like at this pinnacle top and like, oh, we know exactly what to do. We're still learning as well. Um, but the best way to do it is just to get in, get in the game and do it. Sidju, thanks for the thanks for the episode, man. I, I think this is very uh, helpful for people that are listening. As always, um, if you have any comments or questions or anything, like wherever you're watching this on, just drop a comment below and, and let us know your thoughts. I mean, if we miss something, if you have an MVP that you want to highlight, like let us know. I mean, it's always good to keep this as a, ongoing conversation so once again thanks for joining us thanks for clicking in and uh subscribe if you haven't already and, uh share with friends and all that good stuff that all that stuff helps out so thanks again man appreciate y'all watching sid you thanks for joining us thank you take care guys right. bye everybody thanks for listening to guts and grind with sid and sajin be sure to tune in next time